Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you follow them on Twitter at Line Star app and at Line Star MLB. And most importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. You will not regret it. You can make every winning lineup you could think of just in the palm of your hands. It's beautiful. Like if you looked at their lineup optimizer on Saturday, they were all over the Miami Marlins. Worked out pretty well, folks. Just going to throw it out there. Um, they, they got some sharp stuff over there. And um, lots of tools, the chat, you name it, they got it. And again, palm of your hand. They also have a website you can go to, but you want the app. You want the app. It's it's the way to go. So get that good stuff. You can find myself on Twitter at BDentric. And my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm a little weirded out that I move. And all of a sudden, the Diamondbacks start playing the best baseball they've played all year. I think they're like 500 since the break or something. It's uh it's crazy. And, uh, you know, that's saying something for a team that looked so miserable in the beginning of the season. But a lot of exciting stuff going on. Unfortunately, hope all you guys on the East Coast are safe yep. after uh, the horrible weather that we had up there that uh, canceled a couple games. But, uh, you know, uh, looking at a short slate today. So uh, I, I like the short ones. Yep. <laughs> Six games slate on tap for us on, uh, on Monday. So it should be fun. Uh, it, I almost texted you, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to talk to Bogman later tonight, so I'm not going to do it. But, um, it took, it's like that gif. It only took 40 years. Miggy finally hit number 500. Finally yeah. happened. I'm like, goodness, great. Like we've been talking about it, I think, every episode for over a week now. Finally happened. <laughs> well, you know, get on the board against Steven Matz in Toronto, all that stuff. So, uh, congrats to Miggy, a uh, huge, huge accomplishment. Uh, do, I mean, how much longer do you think he sticks around? Eh, maybe another year or two. Like I could see him just calling it a day after this, but he still has fun out there. He can still DH. Some teams will want his leadership on some of these young teams. Like the Tigers, they, they're, they're like another year or two away with all these young, good, talented players they have. Why not pay him like a deal and keep 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 you know keep the morale for the kids? Type yeah. thing. I, I could see it. I don't, I don't see why not. It's like the pool holes thing. So... I could see that going, but uh, I'll a trivia question for you because we'll get to the six game slate. It oh. won't take us very long, but I heard it on um, MLB Network. So he joined the 500 Home Run Club. Yes, we knew that. Uh, it's like 26 members or something like that. But he is third on the Tigers' all time home run list and fifth on the Marlins' all time home run list. What other player in the major leagues is on two teams' top five? Two teams, top five. So this is someone currently playing? Sure, yes. I mean, that'll have, if that makes it easier for yes, he's currently playing. Uh, top five on two teams. It's not It's not Pujols, is it? It is. I, that's why I'm kind of mad I said his name because I, <laughs> I put it on the table. But I think I w- that would have been kind of my It's like the only, only guess, guess that makes sense, yeah. Right. Once yeah, they yeah. said it, I'm like, oh, I guess so. Cardinals and Angels. Yeah. So it made sense. But for at first, I'm like, he, man, the Angels just haven't had that many home runs, apparently, because he, he hasn't been there that long, it felt like. <laughs> but our Josh Hamilton just sucked, and that money's still getting paid out to him. One of the two. Well, I mean, Hamilton was yeah. only good for a couple of years. I mean, how, uh, you know, you forget he's on the Dodgers now, by the way. But uh, let's see. Yeah, he went deep the other night. <laughs> he had, I mean, he had some good years in LA, man. You know, yeah, he uh, did he, early on. 
30 homers and uh, hit 285 in 2012. That was a year after he signed the deal. Uh, then he was down to 258 and 17, but then 272 and 28. He hit 40 homers in 2015 for the Angels while hitting only ball. 244. Is really the batting average that went down because he, you know, just looking here, it's uh, 17, 28, 40, 31, 23, 19, 23. Uh, only six this year, but or uh, last year, but um, you know, uh, he 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 kept at least that one skill of hitting bombs while he was in uh, with the Angels. Yeah, he's got that going for him. And speaking of like ageless wonders on Sunday, Adam Wainwright just threw another absolute gym. If you if people get bored, look at his stat lines and his game logs, it's insane when a guy that couldn't almost get signed this year and signed a one-year $8 million deal to come back to St. Louis. Like he's going to, he's going to make some cash this next year. If things go his way, it's going to be really, it's going to be interesting. Do you think he leaves St. Louis or does he take another team friendly deal? No, I think, I think he likes playing there. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of the last time he didn't have a quality start. looks he, like it he's was just automatic right now, July 16th. And he still went six in, uh, but he gave up four. the start before that. Um, he went five and gave up three. But before that, it was a one, two, three, four, five, six, six quality starts in a row. I think he's had like only a couple starts that weren't quality pretty much the whole year. His first three starts, two and two thirds, five and five. So you're kind of like, oh, here we go. But then seven innings, complete game, uh, two earned, then an eight inning, eight and a third inning shutout, another eight innings. And then a bunch of quality starts in a row. The dude has been incredible this year. Yeah, it's crazy. I think uh, you, for these season-long players out there, whoever said, you know what, screw it, I'm going to take a chance like the last round in Adam Wayne, right? Yeah. Worked out pretty well for you because no one could have said so. He was going in the John Lester territory. And yeah. we know how that's going. We know yeah. that's going. One of our friendly stats. like Adam Wainwright. No, none at all. But let's talk six-game slate. This is a fun slate because there's a lot of good offenses, but there's also a lot of good pitchers facing these good offenses. So it's going to make some decision-making quite interesting, to say the least. And we start things off with Arizona at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Arizona looks like they're calling up Umberto Mejia for his first start of the season from AAA. He's made a couple of bullpen outings for the D-backs. Didn't go swimmingly. Um, for in, in the minor leagues, it's been very up and down. He's got a home run problem from time to time. So it'll be a very interesting game. Crows, we don't have a price on Mejia yet. Crow is 72 on DK, 62 on FanDuel. Any interest in Crow? Or we, like, I think this is a great game to stack, personally. No, no, this is a good game to stack. Like you said, uh, you know, uh, Crow not been great uh, as of recent. And even if he, he was good, you can't be interested with the way the D-backs are hitting right now. I mean, never thought I'd say this on the show this year, but Rojas has been smashing it. Marte, Van Meter, Walker went deep today. Varsho is one of the hottest hitters in baseball, and he's a, a nice price and. 34 and 2800 and then on the uh, pittsburgh side Sugo has been uh pretty good kevin newman key brian hayes is always an option so i'll just stick the hitters here yeah i'm with you i like this arizona stack i love rojas i love Marte. a little pricey but trust me you'll have money on this slate that's not gonna be the issue and then walker like you mentioned went deep varsho's on fire like i could do a three-man with rojas Marte, and varsho and be fine you can throw in walker maybe as dribble cabrera comes in he's been hitting the ball like it's not a sexy, it's not a sexy dra- like stack, but it works. Flip side with Pittsburgh, I don't mind facing Mejia because he might not even go deep, too deep in the game. Yeah. He's he's been starting in the minors, so he's stretched out. But I've looked at his minor league logs, not great. <laughs> um, and so then you get Arizona bullpen, and like you'll even admit, not the greatest situation either. Nah. So I can call him Moran, be one of those sneaky ones. Like we see like a two home run game from him like every like three weeks. This has a feeling <laughs> we're getting like a Colin Moran night coming on. Maybe not two home runs, but for cheap. 
and then you mix in like your Kevin Newmans and some other guys. So it's an interesting game, and it's a weird six game slate. And like the fact that these two teams are nice looking stacks should set you up on how the next five games are about to look. Uh, Chicago White Sox at the Toronto Blue Jays in this one. We don't have we have a total on this one. Lance Lynn, Al- Alec Manoa over under eight and a half. Manoa's 99 on DK, 10-1 on Fandel. Manoa, 85 and 96. Two pitchers we love to use against two offenses we love to use, Bogman. This is where it starts to get fun. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Lynn between these two guys. He's got to be in play. Toss from his last start. So you know he's nice and rested. But he had a pretty good start on uh, June 9th against Toronto. Seven innings, one earned, nine strikeouts, no walks. Uh, Manoa got rocked. His last, his last time out, he's a little bit pricey. Uh, today uh, specifically on FanDuel, but uh, I, between them both, I'm going to stick with Lynn and then go uh, Chicago hitters, Robert, uh, Anderson, Vaughn, Moncada. So I got to keep my home run streak up. It's uh, it's two in a row now. Look at you. Look at you. Who would have thought? Put the gif out there. <laughs> Who would have thought? Look at you. This, guy. this uh, guy. But yeah, but yeah, pretty good stuff there. I don't mind using Lynn. I always love using Lynn. The one caveat I'll say is I would look at Toronto's numbers earlier today. They're striking out like 18% of the time versus righties in August, so they're doing that very well. And I thought maybe the George Springer thing, so I shrunk it down even more, and they're striking out even less without Springer. So that's interesting, but I like Lance Lynn because in reality, if you're using Lance Lynn and he gets shelled, it is what it is. But if he does Lance Lynn things, he's throwing six-plus innings. He's going to get you good ratios. He's going to get you your like five, six-plus strikeouts potentially. So I think he's a great play. There's, there's tons of risk on this slate. Pretty much every good pitcher has a risky spot except one, which we'll get to later. So I like Lynn as well with you. Don't mind going against Manoa. I think there's other spots I'm going to go to, but I have no problem with the guys you, you mentioned either. Yankees at the Atlanta Braves. We are waiting on a total on this one because a pitching change happened earlier today. It was supposed to be Luke, uh, Luis Eel getting the start for the Yankees. and said now Jordan Montgomery, get a little Jomo action out there, going up against Oscar Yanoa. Montgomery's 10,000 on DK, 8,000 on Fandle. Yanoa's 83 and 86. Personally, Bogman, I don't mind a little... Oscar Yanoa action. Yeah, that's what I said too. Uh, I think Montgomery is just too expensive to be considered. Way too expensive uh, today. So, you know, uh, I like him here. 80 pitches in his first start back should go a little bit deeper today. So I like him. I'm in. And then, you know, you can go with Atlanta bats too. They're always expensive, but you can take them. Uh, Freeman, Riley, Swanson, the main guys. If you are not going to go with Yanoa, I mean, you can play. Whoever you want on the Yankee side, as they've been hot, Stanton, Judge, LeMayhew, Gardner. Uh, your boy Velasquez is still very, very yep. cheap. And Luke Voigt, if he's in there, is cheap too, 31 and 32. So uh, there are bats to be had, but I like Yanoa here. Yeah, I've been rolling Voigt and Velasquez out a ton lately. I don't think Voigt plays, though, with the righty on the mound. I think it's Rizzo's turn because they've been playing no DH. That's my only concern there. Right. But I love Voigt at his price point. I think it's great. I think you know what? I like him for the upside. Like you said, I think he gets 90 to 95 pitches. Hopefully he gets us through six on this one. He's got strikeout upside. The Yankees will strike out a ton. I don't see very many pitchers tonight throwing like gems. So you just want like close to quality starts. Give me like 15 plus points. We move on type things. Right. So I think you know has got that in the bag, uh, hopefully. And then like you said, an Atlanta stack I like a lot. Because Jomo, when he's on... It is what it is. But when he's off, lots of fly balls, which really result in lots of home runs. So uh, Riley, Albies is where I start with. And you mentioned the Duvals, the Solaires. A lot of that right-handed thump in that line of Swanson, you can have some fun for sure. So I like an Atlanta sl- stack indeed. Colorado at Chicago. No total because it's Wrigley Field. You got Sensatella versus Hendricks. Sensatella 6K73. Hendricks is 81 and 83. And Hendricks will be the chalkiest pitcher on the entire slate by a long shot. 
So how much are you in on Hendricks? I think you kind of have to be, but I tell you what, I'm also a little bit in on Sensatella. I know I've done this a couple times, uh, but he's got two quality starts in a row now, uh, and they're playing against the Cubs. Um, so I think he could be, he's cheap too, 6,700. He's a nice contrarian tournament play, however you want to call it. Uh, but, um, also there's some bats. I mean, uh, Charlie Blackman is five for 16 with a bomb against Hendricks. Uh, CJ Cron, Hampson, Story, Connor Joe have all been hitting. Then, um, Ian Happ, Schwindel, Matt Duffy, and his, uh, fat cat, they've all been hitting. So, uh, I'm okay if you want to avoid pitchers and go hitters here, but, I think both pitchers are in play. Yeah, I'm looking for like this reminds me of the Thursday afternoon slate last week where Tyler Molle was like 80% owned. Hendricks is going to be up in that range. He's going to be extremely popular. So I think he's a good play. I really do. I have no problem if you want to use Colorado because that'll change. You can do whatever you want after that ch chalk wise. It won't matter. But I do like a couple of Cubs. I don't mind the Sensatella call, like you said, but I think Ortega, Schwindel, their value alone is pretty nice. If you want some Chirinos and Duffy, as you mentioned, but like just Ortega, Schwindel, I'm not going full stack on any of these teams. I'll tell you that much. Kansas City at the Houston Astros. We have Daniel Lynch for Zach Granke over under of nine. Lynch 65 and 64. Granke 89 and 92. Lynch was filthy versus Houston his last time out. And Granke, no, not so much. Like he didn't <laughs> give up runs, but had zero strikeouts. It's zero. Quality start strikeouts. with no strikeouts. Got you less than start. 10 fantasy points. Impressive, oh. Granke. You bum. So who do you like in this one? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, you know how I am with Granky. It's mm -hmm. uh, so I I'm gonna hold to my no opinion, uh, especially after that weird ass start he had last time. Uh, maybe Lynch it would be fine, but mm -hmm. uh, there's some PVB against Granky here, so I think I'll just stick with that. Uh, Whitfield, uh, Whit Merrifield, uh, four for eight with two doubles and a bomb against him. Nicky Lopez is three for five, and he's been hitting recently. Uh, three for nine uh, for Salvi with a double and a bomb. Four for 14 for Carlos Santana with two uh, two doubles, excuse me. And then, uh, you know, Benintendi, Dozier have been hitting, and they're cheap. So I think I might like a little bit of a uh, cheap Royal stack. My friendo. I love it. Um, <laughs> I don't mind Lynch. I think he's very volatile because we've seen him get blown up. He's also put up 20-plus like DK points in three of his last five starts, blow-ups in between there. But he's got strikeout upside, so it's just a matter of – how does he not screw it up? And he dealt against Houston, so we'll see. Love a Royal stack. Love it because yeah. people are going to want all the Granky and all the Hendricks tonight. That's your top two chalky pitchers. That's like your cash game combo in a lot of lineups. So I, I am 100% on the Lynch train, and Merrifield, Lopez, Salvi, and Benny would be my top four choices. Um, Merrifield is because he's too cheap, period. But Nicky Lopez, like people want to think I'm crazy. Go look at his last, like, let's just say two weeks. I was on Fangrass earlier. It's ridiculous what he's doing. He had five steals alone last week. Um, he, he's playing great ball. Benintendi is on an eight-game hitting streak. He is crushing baseballs right now. You mentioned Dozier is actually swinging it really well, too. He's hitting like eight of his last ten. So you can go deep into this if you want, but at least those four I like. I will have a Kansas City stack or two for sure. If it doesn't work out, so be it. But I think it's got some tremendous upside in that matchup against Houston. I like that one a lot. Seattle against Oakland wraps up our wonderful evening of action here. We got Marco Gonzalez versus Paul Blackburn over under of nine in this one as well. Marco is 81 and 78. Blackburn 53 and 55. Either arm interests you. I like Marco. Uh, you know, three out of his last four have been quality. He's a good price at 81 and 78. So I think I'm in on him a little bit. Uh, there is some PVB data against him. 
Uh, Chapman, 13 for 30 with four doubles, a triple, and a bomb against him. Uh, Jed Lowry's five for 12 with a double, four for 11 for Kemp against him. And then, you know, uh, you can use Marte, Harrison, Seager. Ty France has been incredible recently, mm -hmm. and he's still a decent option, 37 33. Mitch Hanniger is in play as well. So uh, I like Marco Gonzalez. Uh, a little bit, but not as much as I think I like bats in this game. Yeah, I don't mind Marco. I think he's got usually a pretty good floor with some upside like we've seen. So you can go there if you want. Oakland, just that team that they're not always crushing it, but they kind of scare me a little bit too. So it's a weird, weird build. I love Sterling Marte. I know he's expensive. He's worth every penny to me, especially on this slate. He gets on. He steals bags. He just does it all to fill the stat sheet up for you. So big Sterling Marte fan. If you want to go like a Josh Harrison for some value, I don't mind that either. And then I really am getting more and more intrigued with the Seattle stack. The price on Kyle Seeger dropped, which I think is outstanding from his prices against the Astros. You mentioned Ty Francis crushing everything. You know, you got Hanegers, you got Clinic for cheap, you got Toro. Like there's options there. If you just want like a Seeger France combo one two punch, totally fine with that too. I like a little access there because Blackburn A doesn't go deep and B, not overly not overly impressive for me. So I think I think Seattle is definitely in play. All right, let's recap things real quick. Bogman, who are your top pitchers on this slate? Uh, for me, I've got uh, Lynn, Yanoa, Hendricks as my top three options with Lynch, Gonzalez, and Sensatella as secondary guys. Yeah, I'm looking at Lynn, Manoa, Yanoa. Uh, probably more Lynn, Yanoa, Hendricks, kind of like you. Manoa just intrigues me. If he's coming, it's like 5% owned. I will, I'll bite the bullet there. But I like those ones. And then Lynch and Sensatella for me. Marco, I'm still not 100% in. I'm, I get it, though. 100% get it. But we'll, we'll see how that one goes. Who are you stacking up tonight? I think KC against Houston. Like we mentioned, I think either side of the D-backs and Pirates is a good stack. I think maybe uh, White Sox against Toronto as well. You know, like when my favorite stacks tonight are Kansas City, Arizona, and Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, get some antacid or something, boys and girls. It's going to be a fun one. But... Like I, I was saying to someone earlier, you can make arguments for the White Sox, for the Jays, for the Yankees, yeah. for Atlanta, all of them. Because what's fun about those games is you have really good pitchers against really good offenses. So it's like you wouldn't be shocked if any scenario took place. So right. if you want to get frisky, like go for it. I have no problem. I prefer Atlanta out of that four pack, but go for it. But for me right now, I'm on Kansas City, Arizona, and Pittsburgh. Then you can sprinkle in some of those other teams like the Astros, the the Braves and stuff and see where it goes. But that's my main looks there. And if you want more fun stuff, make sure you check out the Lion Star YouTube channel. You'll get to see it all. Go check it out. Give it the old thumbs up. Subscribe over there. And if you have a rate review on iTunes of the podcast, we'd appreciate that quite a bit. And follow Lion Star on Twitter at Lion Star app and at Lion Star MLB. Tweet out a bunch of great content, the news, home runs, lineups, you name it. They do it. And every Monday through Friday, the home run calls of the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. If you retweet that tweet, three lucky retweeters will get chosen at random to be paired up with each one of us to get some free swag. So the lucky people that teamed up with Bogman the last two nights, they got some free swag, courtesy of Scott Bogman. So speaking of Scott Bogman, Monday, August 23rd, who's your home run call of the night? I'm going to go with uh, my old hometown boy, and I'm going to take Christian Walker to go yard tonight. Let's Ooh, go, Christian. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, you're going to go Christian Walker on that one. I'm going to go. Oh, man, I'm going to go out of Arizona. <laughs> like, there's, there's so many weird choices here. I am going to go to Seattle. I'm going to Kyle Seeger. I am stuck on Kyle Seeger in that game. I was I was torn between Seeger, a Royal, and a D-back. I'm going with Kyle <laughs> Seeger on this one. And I, I also want to mention, I was going to tweet it out last week. Uh, Riley went deep on Saturday. 
And then I can't remember who I had on Thursday. <laughs> they went deep on Friday. So I'm, I'm back to the, the day late dollar short oh, thing. So Lord. keep track of that, people. Like, it's coming. If Seager doesn't go deep on Monday, play him on Tuesday. Like, it's just going to happen that way. But we'll see. And no, no matter what, we'll be back with you guys on Tuesday with another big slate of action. It's a weird schedule this week, though. So I haven't even looked ahead. But I know, like, like four or five teams play five games. A couple play sevens, lots of sixes. So we're going to have some weird slates, it looks mm. like, this week. All right. So let's giddy up on that one. And make sure you follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm Matt BD Enter. Good luck, everybody. We'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.